you know, I mean, I, I, so he had this fake account under like a fake mayo name or something. Yes. That's him because I know because I called, the guy's number, I called him driving home after we did some case stuff yesterday. Oh. And he tweeted out a picture of that time and my name on it. He also tweeted out a picture of my house. Right. But like not a Zillow picture of my house. Yeah. If it was from like Google Earth or something, it, the license plate would have been blurred. Yeah, it wasn't. So Did he stop by or no, something? No, I have no idea. If he had some, I, have, <laughs> I have no idea. Jesus Christ. Um, so I, I want to make this loud and clear to anybody who associates with this guy. I'm not kidding around anymore. So, I mean, did you, you contact the police, Steve? Yes. Okay. And I spoke to his niece today. Hello there. Welcome to the Kirk Minahan wrap-up show. Uh, I am joined today by Blind Owl and Sad Manners. Manners is sad for some reason. We'll get into that in just a little bit. So the clip you just heard was how the show started off. Uh, Kirk was bullshit. A picture of his house was floating around there. It was put out there by Martin Riesler, a.k.a. Zonker. Uh, he's a giant shitbag. So the show, Kirk and Steve pretty much came out and said, if you have any contact with this man, if you play around with him, it's over. It's done. Uh, you're just going to be blocked by the show. They even went as far as saying they're going to dox you. They're going to, they're going to, if, if it's fine that, you know, Zonker's allowed to dox all these Mena fans, go after Kirk's kids, go after Kirk's house, which is essentially what he's doing. And Zonker is also on the record saying he wants Kirk to kill himself. So, uh, so, so they decided, oh, I mean, we'll just play the same game that, uh, that Zonker did. So, that's kind of how the show started off today. It started off hot, fiery. It, it got a, a lot lighter towards the end. But uh, yes, I'm joined today by Blind Owl. How are you doing? Always good. Always good. And then Sad Manners. Would you like to explain why you're sad today? Yeah, I'm just being feeling really depressed about the Minifan world this week, Justin. I think it's been a really bad week for Minifans and mm -hmm. started with Fred being doxxed and it's ended with... Um, you know, the horrible stuff that Zonka's doing. And in between, there's been a load of um, ugly stuff. So, yeah, it's been a down week. We've lost a few shows. Some, you know, network shows aren't coming back anymore. And really, it just feels like the whole Miniverse has taken a massive uh, hit this week. Yes, it is. Uh, it, it has not been a fun week, I would say. Uh, the reason why I asked to have you on today was to kind of, uh, not compare and contrast, but to see you were on the show last Wednesday. I enjoyed your segment. You as were did kind I. of you were kind of seen as not necessarily an enemy, but a contrarian. But you know, you played along with it. You kind of went along with the joke. Uh, I know you're a huge fan of the Kirkman Hand Show. I know you would never want anything to happen to the Kirkman Hand Show or or any any people uh, who are involved with it. So I just wanted to kind of get your and I know you have a hatred for Martin as well. So I just kind of wanted to get your perspective on Kirk coming out and saying enough is enough if you have any interaction with these people you're done you're getting blocked you're getting doxxed it, it, it's all over yeah well I guess firstly I mean it's a pretty um absurd notion to think that a lot of these people have jobs that Kirk is going to go after so he's not going to have much luck sending letters to their employees because they're mostly fucking unemployed but um generally I will say that um you know what, what I don't understand is it was really clear last summer when Kirk took a break that I'm not, that, that fucking asshole Zonka was a, a true enemy, like not someone that you can have a bit of a laugh about and uh, play around with. He was someone that needed to be completely expunged from the world. And, you know, there are certain Minifans that thinks it's okay to play a bit of slap and tickle and interact on Twitter and have a bit of a laugh. And, and then, you know, we have these stupid mincels do this bracket where they put 
Zonka on it to to sort of make it seem if you're Zonka, you're thinking, oh, you know, a lot of them think I'm a, a bit of a fun contrarian and they're in, you know, they're having a bit of a joke around with me and they don't understand the gravity and the seriousness of the situation. And for John, B.A., Phil, um, Will, or Jay, Ozzy Stooley, all these people to sort of play slap and tickle around this bracket. And at the end of it all, when I reached out to BA personally and said, I don't know what you guys are fucking doing, but this is not a joke. Like, this is someone who's trying to hurt Kirk, who's trying to hurt the show, uh, et cetera, et cetera. They go, oh, it's the perfect bracket. We know what will be perfect if you all got those GVE T-shirts, use them to fashion a noose and fucking hang yourselves. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think I think some people treat it as a complete joke. I understand, you know, some things in this universe are in like, you know, we do treat as a joke, like as per se, like, you know, the manners personality coming on the show to kind of fight. Uh, I went I went over that, I believe, last week on the wrap up show. Men are but, starving uh, his employees. I mean, that happened, but that's that's know, true. Funny. That's true. But yeah. <laughs> To to come out there and 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 say oh you know it's the perfect bracket I I, I don't need, I don't know or care about what this bracket is I just know that involving him in any way is just not a good idea it's, it's just, just... A, it's it's just should not be allowed and Kirk's had enough of it uh, like he said he said on the show he's like uh, so he posted a picture of my house if he has any like if he does anything to or about Kate and Harry he's like I have the address uh, it's not going to be good. So, so these are the kind of people that we do not want in the universe. Uh, we, we, we cannot accept them. We just can't accept them. So, so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad- Justin, you know, we had read one of the great Minifans fans completely yes. fucking boxed on the weekend. And then a day later, these idiots are, are playing a joke around on the Minifan fan bracket thinking, Oh, let's put Zonker on. I mean, a day before oh, they I had agree. example. Yeah of one of their mates getting completely fucked over. You know, maybe his job is in jeopardy and, you know, they think it's funny just to do this bracket. I mean, they could all just, they should all just fuck off. Honestly, they should find another podcast. You know, they clearly just saw the Barstool logo on the Kirk Minahan show and thought this is their shot to be a, a big cat or something. Well, just go, you know, float away, um, you know, go and start a club with Zonker and you can all circle jerk each other and have your little GVE fucking jerk off fest. Well, as somebody who's been blocked by Zonker since that whole thing began, it's it's just all it is is you know these they're trying to look for something to get them spoken about on Kirk's show. It's that simple, and they say, "Oh well, we deal with this person that you know Kirk doesn't like." It's one thing putting you know I don't know Shirley Leung on the bracket because she's not really you know she's an enemy, but she's she's not going after any anyone other than the Kirk Minahan show personally. And she's been pretty much defeated, obviously. And then you put the guy like this that's going after random minifans and Kirk and his family and Justin and all these people. It's just it, you got to separate the the real world from the Kirk Minahan world at some points. Yeah, and and I think I, I think to kind of uh, encapsulate all this, I think if you go back and I, I like the Kirk and off guys, I truly do. Uh, if you go back and listen to their episode uh, with BA, it. it it shows everything what he's about. He said he's not a minifan. He is a minifan fan. He likes the attention. He likes, you know, his name being brought. He, he literally said this thing on the Kirk and Off episode. He just wants friends, Justin. I mean, you can't imagine he yeah. has any friends. I mean, who would hang out with that guy? Dickhead. So, so, yeah. so, yeah. So, so that, I mean, that's really, I, I, I 100% support the show. Uh, I've had some people in the DM saying, oh, how can you be, 
doing this. I I 100% support the show. Like Kirk and Steve said today, like Justin would die for the show, and they're not they're not very far off. So uh, so I yeah. Mean, Long-time Kirk fans will know his one thing that he's always held very close to his heart is loyalty. Loyalty. He wants people to show loyalty. And, you know, when you're playing slap and tickle with his enemies, you're not showing loyalty. And, uh, yeah, if you're going to be disloyal, I, I, I don't think Kirk should hold back in doxing these people. No, yes. if, if if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. If, he, if you're going to threaten his kids and everything, well, you're you're next in line. So... Uh, or if you support people, you know, that, yeah. uh, that threaten his kids, they're, you know, it, it's secondhand. And uh, if, if, if no one support, if everyone just gave the middle finger to Zonker, which hopefully uh, from now on, no one interacts with him. No one, you know, does anything with him. He'll just float away into, you know, non-existence. He'll, you know, will go party with his mom, wherever she is or whatever fucking, you know, behind uh, McDonald's or fucking Burger King. She's buried at. Uh, Slutty Raider, they used to call her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. So, so I don't know. That's that's all there is to say in regards to kind of the doxing. I know that was kind of the big takeaway from today. Uh, it's, it's what everyone's been talking about on Twitter. Uh, it, I, I will agree. I thought I thought Menace was going to come on here and say, you know, you know, the reason for sad Menace was would be something uh, like, oh, I'm sad because you know the cookies are on the top shelf today. Yeah, or, or something <laughs> like that. But no, I, he, you made a great point. It has been a sad two weeks for the past. Uh, for the metaverse. I mean, we lose red. We lost, you know, great people like Tim Ridgels, Madawaska Rob. Yeah. Good people. He's a super nice guy. I, I mean, I mean, I, I hate it when people say that it's super nice, like, Oh, he's no, super he nice, is. blah, blah, blah. But these people are, are great men fans, great people. And to, the fact that their families and that their jobs are being threatened by this piece of shit. Uh, it's just, just, Cut the shit. No more. No more interacting with them. So yeah, uh, and it's very simple. All you got to do is a good disavow and block, and see you later. And I'm sure everything will be fine. But it's these people that well, we can't. That's it's contrarianism. No, fuck that. You got to disavow. Justin, yeah. have you started a band list for the network? You know, BA John. Well, you know who's who else is on the list? Uh so so Steve kind of said he's like use your discretion. Anyone who kind of interacts with Zonker. So I, I, I'm kind of just taking it on a case by case basis. So the people who interact with Zonker, they know who they are. Uh, so if they come to me and they say, Hey, I want to be on this show or I'd like to do that. I would just straight up just say no. Okay. But like so, BA is obviously on it. John yeah, from BA, Scranton. Correct. Who else? Uh, Will, Phil, Sneakers, uh, Fez. Like, like these are just names I'm just throwing off, off the top yeah, of my head. But yeah. But it would be like let's say if let's say if you and uh, BA for some reason decided to come to me and say that you wanted to do a show based on cricket, I would say mm. uh, yeah no cool. I said Manners you can do it but BA is not doing it. Okay, so it, Fair it's, uh, so I I don't know the state of the YouTube channel is what it is. I know a lot of people are afraid to do shows. Uh, you know we're, we don't have too many people out there, but uh, but but I'm gonna try to figure something out in the next uh, couple weeks. The blind so, owl hour is always open for. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, that's that would always be fun. Uh, <laughs> Ziggy Robertson style masked manners. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anything else before we move on to the uh, next segment? Nope. Nope. He's a loser. And just say surrender. Just, you know, just say I surrender and move on. I, nope. No big deal. 
but 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 Kirk, I I just wanted to say my piece. That's all. Oh, go that's ahead, all. please. The floor is yours. I beg your pardon. Go well, ahead. because you know, because I have all these little little people in oh, your world here we go. coming yeah. at me. Another victim. And you never hear me get triggered obnoxious. by another fans. You know that. If you listen to the first half of no, our show tonight, I, I said. I said on this. I said on this very show. Yep. With the last time I came on, I said, you know what? Now that I realize everything that's going on, Kirk is definitely a much bigger fan than I am, and I acknowledge mm. that. Thank you. So, uh, so yeah. So that was uh, Captain Cons. He called in. I love it after that call. Like 15 minutes after that call, Kirk just goes, "Why did we have Cons on again?" <laughs> and I, I, I think it was more. So when I re-listened to the show. I listened to it this morning. I re-listened to it recently uh, in the past couple of hours. And I think he did that because he was trying to avoid being grouped in in kind of the K. Marco, Ellie Schnitt. He thought he was going to get – because he, he took a lot of shit after the after the trivia game. I went after him a little bit. It was all good fun. It was nothing serious. But I think he was like, fuck, the Minifans are not some, some people you want where every single tweet you come at, you tweet, there's tweets saying, you know – fire k marco or you know go bomb a police station to ellie and stuff like that so i think he wanted to come on and just make sure make clear that he's like i want to come out and say kirk you know more bruce springsteen than me i'm not denying that uh so i think he was just trying to protect himself there i, I like cons he reached out to me after uh after the trivia match you know post some jokes he was like just to be sure are are, are you a, an employee of kirk and i was like yeah and he was like, he was like i was, he wasn't trying to be a dick or anything so, uh, yeah, that was uh, no. He saw he saw what Casey did. Called him the next day. Fell on the sword. I think he saw what Kate did. So I believe that he, since he's on a show with Kate and Chaps, there was two ways he could have went about this in his mind. Because obviously, you know, him lying about knowing Bruce Springsteen isn't on the same level as supporting the Chinese Communist Party or trying to get Kirk fired. But. Kate's and Chaps went about it in two completely separate ways. Chaps said, nope, not coming on the show. I'll talk to you off air. Kate, you know, she played along with it on the show. She made that up. She made a video for Sako. And, you know, the Minifans, fans, I don't want to say embraced her, but kind of kind of like, okay, she's in on the joke. She gets it. You know, she made this whole thing where, you know, she spoke in uh, with Chinese subtitles and, and, and everything like that. So I think he was like, okay, so I can either take this to Chaps' way of whom – almost two years later is still being brought up and people will still bring this up to chaps or you could go the Kate way and just kind of, you know, take his quote unquote beating on air, you know, let people know that like he is a part of it. He, you know, he, he embraced it. So that's kind of what I saw. Uh, hit, hit the point of him calling in, I think it was more of a con this more than the show wanting to have cons on uh, matters. I don't know if you listened and, and thought any differently. No, I just thought it was a complete um, – it's like um, Kirk was in a roller and just ran over cons. I mean, he's a fake Bruce fan. It's mm -hmm. a fake Bruce fan, but, you know, Kirk's on this level and cons is down here. I mean, I loved it when they were doing the guess the song thing and it was like like a, a, a couple of seconds. <laughs> <laughs> cons just comes across as somebody who's listened to a few Bruce albums and gone, I'll throw my hat in there as being a super fan. I mean, he, he knows nothing. I mean, it's uh, – so, yeah, it was a huge win for Kirk clearly he is the you know the Bruce super fan at Barstool and Cons just has to take his medicine yeah uh blind out what are your thoughts on it I mean like I said he, he I mean you you said it as well he just came in take his lumps okay now I'm a buddy I'm buddy buddy with him now I'll fall on the sword I'll say yeah you're better than me everything and it, 
to an extent, it worked. I mean, we'll still, I'll still personally mock him for not knowing it and saying he was a big Bruce fan, but it's not mm-hmm. going to be like you said to the extent of, you know, Brandon Walker and all these people blocking us. I know? think that's, I think that's what his fear was. I don't think it would ever get that way because I don't think Meta fans care too, too much about cons being a fraud when it comes to Bruce Springsteen yeah. trivia. But, uh, but yeah, so that was, uh, that was kind of you know, the second that that kind of loosened Kirk up a bit. I thought. From the whole, you know, doxing, the whole Minifan, min, uh, uh, min type sort of thing. So, uh, so a lot of people, and I'm wondering, why would you defend Rachel Kirkinell? I am an imperfect man. Oh, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. I, I cannot, stop! Him. I cannot be part of this. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't seem ridiculous to people. Like, you think that's a, I know, you think I, that's a, you think that's it's an overcharge for a crime? You guys sit there and beg for your forgiveness to fucking Michael Strahan on Good Morning America. Right, I'm an imperfect of, man. I love that. Reminds me of the South Park episode when Randy Marsh has to go kiss uh, Al Sharpton's ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, speaking oh of begging for forgiveness, so Collins comes on, begs for forgiveness, says, Hey, Kirk, you're a bigger Bruce fan than I am. I completely understand that. They, they, they circle back. Mike's in, Mike's in, they're going to have to talk cancel culture. I don't think there's ever been a show where Mike is in and they have not talked cancel culture. It never fucking ends. It never fucking ends. So Chris Harrison did this interview with Good Morning America, Michael Strahan, and he pretty much bent over and said, fuck me in the ass. I've done nothing right in this whole situation. Uh, Please, Lord, forgive me for, for everything I've done. I'm, I'm seeing like a race therapist, which I didn't know was the thing that existed. And uh, and, and I, I I thought it was hilarious just to just to hear that interview and just what of a pussy pussy move Chris Harrison did because I believe it was either Kirk or Steve said that it doesn't matter what he says like he's not going to get that job uh, as host of The Bachelor back uh, so him coming out doing this just he's just pissed off both sides now there's the people who think he's you know the blatant racist for coming out in and saying don't ruin this girl's life just yet he wasn't even like opposed to ruining her life he's like just hold on a week or two let's figure some more things out and then now you have the other people who are like oh he's this pussy's you know uh apologizing for it so that that was a you know a fun segment i I think i think that's you know where mike kind of shines i don't know if uh if you boys have any i mean we're all imperfect. I mean, what can you say? But Chris Harrison, the only thing he could have done there is just not done anything. I wouldn't, if I were him, I wouldn't have gone on to apologize. I would be just, he's been there for God knows how long. Take your money, move, go right off into the sunset. That's, there was no need to apologize there. Mm-hmm. Mike was in his element, wasn't he? As soon as cancer was. brought up, oh, yeah. uh, it's something he's so passionate about and we hear the same take every time it's brought up. But I, I did think that, he and Kirk had a particularly good rapport in this show. I thought they actually were, were really funny and there was lots of good jokes between them and, and they were bouncing off, bouncing off each other like they did, you know, last summer when the show was at its peak. And, uh, mm. yeah, just it's, it's amazing because I've always said Kirk can lift everybody up. I mean, I listened to some of the Blind Mike Project this week and it was I couldn't get through more than a couple of minutes. It was the most depressing, unlistenable, boring podcast. But you put Mike with Kirk and all of a sudden he comes alive. He's funny. He's engaging. He's entertaining. Uh, yeah, Mike had a great show and, uh, yeah, just great between the two of them. So I would say um, good day for Mike. Yeah, I think it was a great day for Mike. Even later when they were playing the Mike cuts, 
from the like, <laughs> blind Mike project where he said like there's nothing wrong with fucking a woman consensually just these things taken out of context are just that is true just, i've heard that yes yes rumor has it that is uh that is probably the way to go but yeah so i mean there's not really much else to say on chris harrison i'm not a bachelor fan i don't know if you boys are uh particularly high or you know watch the bachelor i know it's extremely popular in not some... even not even my fiance watches that crap so yeah so it is i don't know it is what it is but uh but th- this you would think that the chris harrison interview would have been the peak comedy of the day you know <laughs> you know kirk and mike going back and forth at each other well let's just bring on an absolute clown <laughs> this next video was made by warden of the north it's on uh, at acoustic theory on twitter please you know Follow him. He does an excellent job. He does he does the parodies. But let's uh let's introduce let's introduce the the funniest part. A not today. B that's still sports. C no. Exciting news in the WNBA. <laughs> I, I think I think that da, 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 is might be one of the <laughs> best cuts that has come out of the Kirkman Hand Show in like in a year. I really well, can't think. I mean, the, the Mike I raped one was funny, uh, but this is like I fucked my mother. That was an incredible <laughs> one. That's a good one. Like the but the duck duck I, like this one is just going to be played, and I think it's just going to be played at the most inopportune moments. Menace, I know you're not a Steve guy. I have faith that Steve will be able to use this sound uh, and, and, and make the show better. I can't stop laughing when he just kept playing it over and over <laughs> and over and over again. It's uh, it, it was quite something. And I don't know if you boys saw, but Julie DeCaro actually retweeted Acoustic Theory and said, uh, you're an oh. asshole or something like that. I'm blocked. I wouldn't know. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually working on a theory that I think the warden is Steve. Um, really? My Ooh. grand, my ultra conspiracy theory that Warden of the North is Steve Robinson, and this is all Steve's master plan. Like, have this, wow. um, you know, enemy that's um, releasing all this stuff under a different handle. I like that bold I like theory. That. I could that see is that. A, that that's... is a very bold theory. But wow, I love, I love when Julie DeCaro stuff gets brought up. She's the biggest fraud. She's written things in the past, you know, talking about. <laughs> I think it was Super Bowl 48 uh, where she talked about, like, let's rate all the asses of, of the players in sure. the Super Bowl. Uh, and But then, you know, she'll tweet out now that, you know, women are objectified in sports, which is true. I mean, but but she just doesn't see any hypocrisy in it. You know, they go on about – I listened to her podcast, The Ladies' Room, and uh, – Crossover with the men's room. Hopefully. It was tough. It was tough. Uh, it was one of the hardest moments of my life trying to get through that. Wow. Uh, That's a tough so one. Mike show. Just, uh, Craig's not that. Show, is yeah. It? So, uh, <laughs> so no. So that show was just so terrible. They literally, all they talked about was that WNBA owner, you know, getting ousted. And to think that the WNBA player is wearing a shirt that said like, we don't like Kelly something, whatever her last name is. Kelly Leffler. Yeah. Kelly Leffler. Uh, to, to, to say that that somehow had anything to do on with Donald Trump not winning the presidency is 
<laughs> absolutely insane. Uh, Julie DeCaro, whenever she gets brought up, I'm, one of my favorite moments was uh, not last summer, but I believe it was like the winter of 2019, kind of like early 2020 when Julie DeCaro was going back and forth with Kirk when Kirk, no, it was, it was in March where, when Kirk took his, took his first leave and Julie was like celebrating, yeah. which is a very strange move to do. And uh, just, you know, just prank calling her on uh, on the score in Chicago. So I love all Julie DeCaro. Uh, I, I can't get enough of her. I actually did pre-order her book. I plan on reading oh, wow. it um, and just laughing my ass off. I'm, I'm as, ex- I'm not as excited as Kirk is, but I'm pretty, pretty damn excited. So Justin, will you do a live reading so I can hear it? Uh, I might, it all depends on what Kirk plans on doing with it. So it's, uh, yeah, perhaps I will, uh, you know, get the, uh, I'll, you know, there was talks of, is there going to be an audio book of this? I don't know. Perhaps I'll, I looked, you know. that seems discriminatory that there is not. I'm yes. May have to does. file a grievance. So Menace, how'd you, uh, how do you feel about that? That, 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 you know, <laughs> the, car. the whole bit was great. I even loved when they called, uh, Kevin DeCaro called Kevin Clancy that. Um, yeah, just a great bit. Uh, hilarious. And uh, she's, com- you know, going to provide a lot of fodder, I think, for the show over the next few months. I oh, think Steve, this has been a, a good um, – Steve has been improving with his drops. He's been getting better and better and better as the show has progressed. Let's uh, – yeah, let's – I know Menders has some Steve takes, so we'll actually get into that next before we go on to talk about the phone calls. But Menders, were you the first phone call – uh, did you call in to the show last night? Were you no, the first one on? The definitely. one who said, the person who was like, I want to make sure Steve is getting paid fairly. It sounded a bit like you. That was Not a minute's call. Voice, I know that for a fact. But it Damn, sounded that was like your bad. vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just sounded like something you would want to do to make sure that Steve mm. is getting getting fairly compensated for his night. Uh, which I just, I just, I, I don't want to talk about this call too long. But it's kind of funny that Kirk was like, "Okay, Steve, can we fucking like abort this guy now?" <laughs> Steve would have had to go on forever and ever. So, Clearly, uh, there was a few planted calls by Steve in this. Um, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. He had sent messages to the robber fans and and got them ready. Um, it's been a you know a tough couple of weeks for Steve, so I I totally get where he's coming from. A lot of planted calls. Um, but I did. <laughs> Are you kidding? That wasn't planted. The guy was just an <laughs> idiot. Uh, no, Hold I think the guy... uh, Ben Rob. I mean, uh, uh, hey, Josh, <laughs> from, uh, Josh from Illinois. I did think we, we did get cunty Steve today. Um, like when he he made some snarky comment about the WNBA, and I was just like, and this is why I don't like you because just below the surface, there's you're always being a snarky prick. You know, he mm-hmm. talked down to the WNBA, and I actually don't like that. I don't, you know. You know, talking down to women's sport is bad. I can understand Kirk's point of view where he thinks it should be economically, you know, mm-hmm. the, the sports that make the most money should get paid that way. That's a reason take. But, you know, Steve being snarky to women's sport, I mean, he should grow up. Um, he also got snarky to the guy who asked him about the cast iron. I mean, you've got, a, you know, the cooking stuff. You've got one of your fans trying to engage with you on something you, you're interested in, which is cooking. And then all of a sudden you just snarky at him. It was just like. Yeah, you know, oh, just don't be an asshole. Can you know you've had a, a few wins, you know, you've defeated Mayo and everything. Can't you just like be like nice guy for one show? So, you know, th- that was pretty bad. And then he obviously couldn't answer the, the tenth and fourteenth amendment question correctly. So I didn't know where that was going though. I didn't know yeah, if that was that, a that joke or or what that was. She mm. seemed to be uh being, you know, 
coaxed by someone to do that phone call. That but was, uh, but no, I, I can see I can see where uh, where Menners, as an anti-Steve guy, could kind of see not really liking the cockiness and kind of the I don't want to say like you know uh, what was Kirk calling him like uh, pseudo intellectual. Yeah, mm. like, he's kind of he he's he's very confident this week, and I can see. No, he's, you he's know, got a, he's he's laying, com- it, he's laying it out on the table because he there's got Mike few confident answers. and then there's Steve confident and they're completely two different types of confident. Uh, Mike, when Mike's confident, he's like, oh, I can go back and forth with these guys. When Steve's confident, he's like, you know, not that he's looking down at people necessarily, but he's uh, he's definitely you know kind of gives off that better than aura, which I which I love about him. So, uh, but yeah, so the the phone calls today were uh, very very. You know, they they were up and down. There was one Very phone call in particular. I mean, Timmy Canton calls in. He had some trivia. That was uh, that was fun. It's always good to Love hear. Those. Love those. Timmy Canton. Uh, Blind Mike's penis was a terrible call. That oh, was a huge I, I was, swing and miss. I'm a big I'm Blind sorry. Mike's penis guy, but that was a swing and a miss. Do you want to say uh, that? Matters, uh, matters. So, by the way, uh, I just I just received a message from who I believe is Steve Robinson. Uh, he says you are a pussy, and he will laugh at the WNBA all he wants. Okay. Well, I mean, Menners, in in Steve's defense here, uh, what's the last women's sport you watched? I, I mean, I actually yeah, I rest I, my case. I, I watched a lot of women's cricket. I commentated on a game a couple of weeks ago, so uh, you know, you, yeah, I, I watch women's cricket all the time. Yeah, well, I actually three don't, days ago I watched a game. Three days ago. Well, I don't differentiate between women's sports and men's sports, so uh, I don't know about you two, but I think the fact that you uh, even consider that the two sports are yeah, – you know, Can you not gender these people, Al? It's really uh, – you know, just – can we just yes. go they play – I call them like I see them, Manners, and that's nah, not so, so I just passed on that information. But then there was one call that, uh, that oh, Steve God. played a part in. That was sexy. And, that made and me so uncomfortable. Here we go. <laughs> Who are you? Bitch. Yeah, now get down on your knees, Steve all right? Bitch. Get down on your knees. Grab that fucking ball gag, okay? Put it in your mouth. Oh, Tight, tighten that right up, all right? He took this a little too well. Oh, oh. oh what the fuck's going on? I want, you to, I, want you to, I want you to grab onto your dick, okay? I'm kind of getting hard here. I want you to, <laughs> I want you to start. <laughs> bring it home, oh. Well, he's jerking off now. So. <laughs> Let's bring it home. Come on, Steve. It's gonna come. <laughs> I just want you rub and tug that, rub and tug that, like Steve, <laughs> Steve's little bitch. I mean, matters. Even you have to admit that was pretty funny. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Put no, that in my. That was that was, was a classic. So awkward. That's one, those, that's one of those ones you have to look and just when you're you're playing it and you just look around like, all right, is anybody around me hearing this? Yeah. Go ahead, matters. Well, I just you know Steve like played along with it. He's clearly got you know, some sick sexual side that just came to the surface. But, uh, you know, that was a, I think that was one of the funniest calls we've had in ages. Uh, and, you know, Mike said it was very disturbing and it was disturbing. I mean, uh, hearing Steve in that um, element, well, anyway, Steve's I, bitch. I love being uncomfortable in an uncomfortable situation, but that was just a lot to deal with on a Friday morning. <laughs> I was hoping I, that, that Mike, got to get one of his low confidence. 
to to do that just to hear him you know try to get someone off in a dominant way when you know he just he just got shit on for you know doing a stupid take or fucking up in some way but uh but no that was that was hilarious that was an underrated mike comment with the well he's taken this pretty well (laughs) (laughs) so uh i don't know so to the first caller's point i mean if steve's not making enough money you know working for Barstool Sports, I'm sure he could do a part-time, you know, nighttime gig as kind of a dominatrix sort of thing. Well, around the OnlyFans. The... I think Steve should start an OnlyFans. Wow. I, I wanted to start an OnlyFans for the longest time, and I was told uh, we're going to put a hold on that to try to, you know, raise some money for something. You're going to dump uh, him no, out on camera, Justin? Wow. I think, uh, I think, I think Steve would have, would have been, uh, would have made a great, uh, you know, dominatrix, dominatrix. As, as was, as was proven today. So, uh, so yeah, so that, that kind of, you know, they kind of wrapped up the show with, with the, the calls. They were like, okay, let's kind of end on this. I do like how Kirk though, at the end goes, uh, and that guy just went back to like watching TV. <laughs> you know, It's like, he's just Mike on hold. That. Yeah. That was and Mike. That, that is a, yeah, that is a weird feeling. I'm kind of sick of that. Like Mike says that about all the time. Like, okay, Mike, when you stop recording, you go to the toilet. Like, that's life. Like, okay, these people call in and then they go back to their lives. What's so incredible about that? Well, man, it's a little different when you're asking somebody to dominate you on the phone with a podcaster. And and it's not his his job. Pornhub, and then they go, you know, back. I don't think it's important. That is important. Like, like if you're watching, you know, uh, some porn video that's fucking like some dominant porn video, you know, then you're gonna go and you're gonna go wash your hands, and make dinner or something. So, but you're not uh, do, but you're not physically involving yourself in the video. You're not calling in, giving directions. I mean, there are people that I do that. It's just... I don't know. I, I don't know. That's on. That's on the uh, the sex the you know sexy time hour that will be uh oh yeah YouTube. Next that's week. after hours. Speaking of. One point, I just one point I need to bring up that's been bothering me about the show. You know, Kirk says a lot of very, very intelligent things, but he said something so incredibly stupid. So, Manus just uh, dropped out. Oh, I don't know what uh, happened. Was, uh, wow. No, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he said that Eddie Murphy is an underachiever. And, and I'm just like, Hello, he's certainly not an underachiever. He's worth like two, three hundred million dollars. As Kirk said, he was the the most famous person on the planet for a couple of years. He's continued to have a you know successful movie career. Um, and then at the you know in in saying he's an underachiever, Kirk goes, oh, but he's got too famous. So yeah, I, I just think Eddie Murphy is certainly not an underachiever. I will say they completely undersold Shrek and Trek 2. Shrek 3, I understand it not being a great movie. Shrek Mm. and Trek 2, fantastic movies. I'll watch them uh, any day of the week. Great. Mike Myers has fell off the face of the earth. Definitely a role model for you, Justin. Uh, Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, did you you know that Chris Farley was actually supposed to play Shrek? Uh, But then something happened to Chris Farley and, uh, you know, went in a different direction. But uh, so next week there's not going to be a Kirkmanahan show. And I'm sure a lot of people take are taking this very hard. And so I know this is not saying much. So I'm going to be trying to, uh, I'm going to be trying to do three shows next week, a Monday, Wednesday, Friday show. I've reached out to Mike. He said he would be willing to, you know, come on, do a show with me. Uh, I, I already have some stories, some, some, you know, bits lined up. So, so hopefully, hopefully that works out. Taking uh, calls. Danny from Bill Ricca. Yeah. Got the t-shirt yeah. arrived. 
Oh, yes. No, beautiful. Yeah, right, right in time international for uh, shipping, International shipping, all those international minifans, order your merch. Yes, yes. Uh, Wednesday, I, I have I have an idea for kind of like a solo show that I that I plan on doing. I think it's going to be uh, fun. And I've also reached – I haven't heard back from Jared, but I'm hoping to do something with the Rocket on Friday. And then I also might I'm, – I'm, I'd say it's a 90% chance uh, – in the next three weeks, I'll be heading up to Madawaska for some ice fishing and for some scouting to see oh, wow. what street we can get changed to Minahan. So, oh, there was also one thing brought up, a couple of things brought up on the show today that just weren't true. Uh, one, a caller said that Dave Portno was at a Sweet 16 party. Uh, that is incorrect. He was hanging out with a 26-year-old, and it was her sister's 21st birthday party. And I know some people were saying that's still creepy. Uh, he was not with the 20, 21-year-old. And also, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think there's a big difference between 21 and 16. So mm, that's uh, five. I think that, I think, I think that uh, just needed to be pointed out correctly. And also, uh, when they were talking about the awards, Kirk has won, uh, and he said, I've never won any awards. And then Steve goes, well, you you know, you know, received the key to Madawaska. And I would like to point out that Kirk Minahan did not receive the key to Madawaska. Show. It was incorrectly given to the Kirk Minahan show which should be switched over and be given to Kirk Minahan solely himself. It is, should not be possession of the show. It should be possession of Kirk Minahan. So, uh, so, so Kirk was actually right on not receiving any awards or anything from that. So, uh, so that about wraps it up. I'm still have the Jared Carabas baseball card promo. Uh, I think I'm going to be running since there's not any shows next week. I think I'm going to be running that for a bit longer um you know just all you got to do is rate five stars screenshot it send it to me how and, many entries uh, we got justin uh so far we're to like 25 Ooh. so it's uh very 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 exciting but um yeah no i mean it's, it's going to be a tough week without kirk minahan but think of it this way so we're getting we're losing two weeks of content that's six shows in total how many shows of the case are there eight eight so we are actually getting two bonus shows if you look at it that way hey so, so, uh, I think it's a good time for the show to take a break, Justin. Hopefully, all this kind of toxic stuff can mm -hmm. settle yeah, down uh, a bit. And I'm just sure there'll be. I'm sure there'll be more next week when I hope not. Shows and I people hope go that. after each other. We got you know pessimistic blind owl over here. Not mm -hmm. everyone was dealt the, the you know the short stick. You know, let's uh. <laughs> let's, let's where the whole world is dark, you see nothing but yeah. darkness. Yeah, let's let's try to be a little optimistic <laughs> here. Matters. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we uh wrap things up? No, thank you for having me. And you're firming as the MVP for the Kirk Minahan Show for 2021. So you've had a, a brilliant start to the year. So uh, good luck for the rest of it. Uh, the MVP of the Kirk Minahan Show, I would like to say, is Kirk Seamus Minahan. Of course uh, you're going to say that. Okay. Yeah. You got the cock out of your mouth. Um, you know, we know I, got, I got it out of my mouth and in my ass. So it's, it's you know, it, it, it's, you know, stuff between a hard place and the rock. But um, so thank you to Blind Owl. Thank you to Menners for joining me. Thank you to everyone who is watching or listening. Uh, I will talk to you guys on Monday, hopefully with one blind Michael Geary. Wow. My voice.